this Survivor? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. Dude, you must really like Survivor. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Survivor Buffs, Blind Sides and Banter podcast. This is a podcast made by superfans with superfans for superfans. I'm your host, Buckles, and I've missed my mate, Mac. Mac, how you doing? Buckles, my man. I am back. Mac is back. Return of the Mac. All those, you know, all those sort of sayings we say. I'm back. It's been two weeks. It's been too long. Uh, haven't spoken to you for a while, so good to hear your voice again. Um, how have you been without me? How did you go with Adam? Was it good? Did you miss me? Did you need me? Did you realise that I'm carrying this podcast and you're just a facilitator for me? <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, I did not realise that. However, I do I do find that we bounce off each other very, very well. Me and Adam, we tend to probably agree on things a little bit more. Yeah. Whereas me and you don't. <laughs> yeah, I was listening back to the pod and I'm thinking, where's where's the arguments? Where's the back and forth? This is just like two mates. You know, holding hands the whole time in you know, lullaby land with butterflies. And I saw no no difference of opinion. What's going on? Oh, there was a tiny little bit in there, but it was, yeah, it, we, we, we get along. We, what can I say? We're both smart people and you're just the dumbass that oh. tries to argue. Oh, you two are actually friends, so that's why you're agreeing everything. I get it. Yeah, it must be. It must be. <laughs> now, how are you doing, Big Mac Daddy? I am living the dream. I'm up in the Kingscliff, uh, near the near the border of Queensland and New South Wales, with my lovely family. We're on a holiday and uh, doing a podcast while you're on holiday. Not the smartest thing if you want to keep your marriage alive. But uh, <laughs> I've, I've got away with it. We're going to do this for a quick hour or even less, and uh, back to the pool it is, and maybe back to a couple of beers this afternoon. Who knows? Yeah, and then tomorrow we're going to have to meet it back up, and or maybe not tomorrow, but Tuesday we're going to have to meet back up for Survivor UK in the first week of that, which is pretty fucking exciting. Yeah, big news, big news. Survivor UK, uh, it was on this morning. I haven't watched it yet. So I've got to, we've got to organize a pod probably after I hand my divorce papers in, and then we'll do the pod. Probably the best time. <laughs> and then ever. we'll do it. Okay, okay. Perfect. Well, make sure the lawyer gives you time and you get the pod in the divorce because yeah. like, bloody hell. <laughs> yeah, she might take it from me. <laughs> She might take me. All of a sudden, it's uh, Jackie and Buckles. Wow, could you imagine? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sure we'd have some laughs. But anyway, <laughs> that'd be at your expense. Yeah, um, no doubt. No, that, mate, uh, it's it's good to have you. Thank you for letting your time out. I know I'm always on holiday, but you're not always. So thanks no, for letting <laughs> Unlike you, I actually have a job that I go to regularly. And uh, it's the first holiday for since January, so it's nice to get away. And anyone that works for me, please leave this podcast now. <laughs> um, okay, no, listen, mate, mate, it's we've, we've spent too much time catching up. They don't need to listen to our shit. Let's get yeah. into the podcast. Let's start talking about this bloody episode. Yeah, so five, forty-five. We, yeah, we, we're pretty high on it to start with. Everyone was, everyone was really upbeat, and this is the best season of the new era. Where are we at? Well, what are you thinking? Are you still believe that, or what do you think, mate? The first episode, shit. The second episode, great. The third episode, great. I'm thinking this is the best season of the new era. This is this is going to be good. Last episode, meh. This episode, meh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. That, it wasn't. That wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. But I can't say that it's going to be on top of my episodes. No, no. Look, it wasn't a horrible episode. It's just I think. Um, when we compare 45 to the last four of the new era, I think just being 90 minutes automatically just elevates it because there's more time for like 
normal survivor. And I think we've got a lot of normal survivor this episode. Um, I, I, I still I, liked it. It's not a bad episode. It's just, it's just not, it's not a whole lot going on, I guess. Like it's, it's an intriguing yeah. boat with a five person with a, with a split in the middle. So that's always like, where, where's it going to go? <coughs> but, um, yeah, it was, it was good. It was fine. Like I'm not loving the characters oh. like I thought I would, but, um, yeah, like it, it's okay. Yeah. I, I genuinely believe this 90 episode, this 90 minute episodes is a great thing. Like we got to see, we got to get into Jake probably like we've been in these first four seasons, like his struggles and what he's dealt with. But then we also got to sort of stay on it for a bit longer. And then how that contra, uh, like not, uh, not contradicts that how it, how it comes out in the game and how, why he's so scared to lose his place in the game. If, these sieges, this fainting does continue. And then we also get these little funny moments like the worm with Kendra. That was, yeah. that was cool. And we wouldn't have had time for that last season. Nah. So I'm, I'm very much enjoying that part. Now that's a very old school survivor. And the whole thing with Jake, I think what was refreshing about Jake was he was so keen to stay, which is like, wow, this is a revelation <laughs> in, this, in this new season. Like someone actually wants to be here. I was like, oh, he has every excuse to go home. But no, unlike Sean and uh, Hannah, like he actually wants to be here. So that was great. I love that from Jake. That should be like the minimum, but in this day and age, exactly. it's not. And it's and not. It's I'm, not. He went up a notch in my book just for wanting to stay. Mate, mate, he is a blokey bloke. Um, I I love him. It was it was cool to see the emotion coming out of him and and his struggles. Like there's a lot of people out there. This is a huge issue. His weight struggles and. Should they be overweight? Should they not? Blah, blah, blah. Let's not get into that and absolutely ruin our reputation. No, no. Um, but he, he, he's put in, he's put in work. He's trying to be healthy and he's gone to that point. And it's, and it'd be really hard for your body to deteriorate and your body to let you down. I know I've, I've felt that in the past. I don't know if you have, but it's, it's, it's a huge thing when your body lets you down in at times that you don't want it to. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we, I don't know its whole uh, like journey in the weight loss, like how long it's been and if it's still going. Because if it is, that's probably why his body might be shutting down because it's gone through this radical change of his outside of survival life, massive weight loss, and then he's in this game where he's not eating and stuff. And it's just such a – it's a bigger effect on someone who's still changing. Whereas if you've been doing the same thing for, you know, 10 years or whatever, your body's accustomed to whatever, and then you have this radical change of survival, it's probably going to be more uh, – it can probably cope with it better. Yeah, um, definitely. What, what I did like about Jake is, is, is weight loss – like being like you know, bigger person, whatever, obese, whatever you want to call it, is a very common thing. Uh, like just in everyday life, so like everyone knows someone that is struggling with weight. So this is this is not a story that is like, oh, you know, I lost my my parent or whatever. Not everyone can relate to it, but everyone can relate to like a weight loss challenge or something like that. So yeah. it was a nice to hear thing, like nice story to hear. And um, yeah, like I, I don't love Jake, but it was it was good to see something out of him more than just like this broy guy, you know. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. This was awesome. And I do like his references. Not sure if I'm a big fan of the Boston um, accent and um, find it a little bit hard to understand, to be truthful. But it's thick. It's thick. It's It's definitely, it's definitely thick. Um, But no, he is a lot of fun. And yeah, he's he's, he's a different character. I I, I like this type of character. It's good. I don't mind. I don't mind one or two broy dudes on the season. Like, well, the thing is, I, I know I'm a broy dude. So, I, like, where's our archetypes? They're not around as much these days. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's someone I sort of I can relate to to a point. And I'm really in this season. Like, there's no one even close to like that level of like broiness. So, like, we have we have the nerds. We have yeah you know, all the different types of man. But Jake's probably like the only one in the season, like like himself. So we do need that diversity. We need that 
little bit of difference. Otherwise, if they're all the same, like the Drew and the Brando, they don't want to work together because they're too similar now. So it's like <laughs> we need that variety. <laughs> let's 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 hit on that. The Drew and the Brando, like, what is this shit? Like, oh. the two people that should be the most connected are just hating on each other constantly. Well, at least Drew's hating on Brando. Brando doesn't exactly have the best read of anything. Yeah. But what are your thoughts there? Just some, I just thought there's some really, uh, like, bad Survivor gameplay in this episode. From these two especially, and really this whole tribe, I just thought there was, it was just bad things happening. Like, Brando and Drew, like, you don't have to say let's align, but what you what you should say is... Well, sorry, what you shouldn't say is let's not align. Like, I don't want to be with you. That's just bad from Drew. Yeah. When, when Brando's trying yeah. to say, hey, let's be on the same team, and Drew's like, no, I don't want to be, I don't want Bella to stay strong. <laughs> I don't want to do that. What, what is this? What, what is this? Yeah. Even, even if Brent, yeah, even if Brando's lying, you nod your head, you say yes. This is fucking Survivor, mate. And you're supposed to be the smartest guy to yeah. ever have played Survivor. Apparently. I'm That's sorry, Drew. It turns out. Uh, you are the dumbest smart person I have ever met. Yeah, like if there's like a handbook on like things to do, it's say yes to everything is is one of the things. And it's like then we see this montage of them talking about Pokemon for hours, and it's like, well, you obviously get along, you have the same interests, you're virtually the same archetype. Why can't we make this work? Like, why aren't we making this work? Because because if if let's pretend they vote out Kendra, if they go together forward, like Brandon Drew, they have this connection. Like, why wouldn't you want to keep that if you're Drew? I don't get it. Exactly, and it's, and it's not just about that. It's you've still got quite a few days left in this game. You want to be around, surrounded by people you get along with. You can have these Pokemon chats with, etc. This this isn't just a strategic relationship that you could have. This is a social relationship. This is a happiness thing. This could help you mentally get through some of the future days. But if they don't get along, they don't get along. But I think this comes back to this season is Reba versus Bello. Yeah, it is, but like like you just said, like this is not a strategic relationship yet. So the best relationships are built on the social connections that you just like each other. You have a similar interest. You, you know, you're the same type of person. That's how you build a strategic relationship because you have those those chats about life, not the game, and then, and then you go forward and maybe down the track you can use each other as a strategic tool. Like I guarantee that Drew is not talking to, to Kendra about Pokemon. Like it's not happening. So, so what are you going to talk to her about? Like, you have a, a, a common interest, which is obviously a huge part of your life. Um, it makes no sense. So, poor gameplay, that's on Drew. So, I mean, there's more poor gameplay to come if we get into it. But do you want to just go to the vote and just, just do you think, do you think Brando versus Kendra, was this the right call? And was Emily making the right call in Bello versus Reba? Well, this is a lot of, a lot of things to break down here. Yeah, look, um, I don't see it as Emily Austin. Drew, I see this as Emily Austin, Austin Drew. I don't think Emily has any real trust in Drew. Okay. Uh, um, I think Emily is there for Austin, and I think that's where her connection is. That's that's the Caleb on this new tribe for her, which like quite similar people to be truthful, Austin and Caleb um, to some extent. Yeah, it's good to agree. So. I, th- I, I think Emily is attracted to one sort of person. Uh, that's what we're noticing. But yes, Emily made the right choice, I believe. Uh, just because you could, there wasn't as much of a connection that she had with Kendra. I do, like think about it. If you if you think about Kendra and Emily as people, they are polar opposites. Yeah, she, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, Emily brought up 
I'd, I hate to be, was it contradictory in like, that's not a word in Kendra's language, like in her vocabulary. These are two completely different people. So I can understand that Emily is going for the person, not the group. Yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about like Kendra versus Emily, like will they mesh? But like you said, she's like, I don't want to be a contrarian, but it's in my nature. And like, I think yeah. Kendra is very much like a bit of a hippie vibe, sort of go with everything, go with the flow. So maybe they just don't get on. Yeah. Um, I think what you're saying about Austin and Caleb, like interesting, like maybe Emily wants that like um, physical shield in front of her, which is not the worst for her because like she seems to have recovered super well in this great spot in a, in a tribe of five, having to pick which side. And she's gone with the Reba side, which what we see is a very fractured tribe. So not the worst. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an interesting one because now Bellows down to five and they have that huge fracture with, with, uh, Katura and Bruce as well. So I don't know. I, I feel like regardless of which decision she made, she's going to be in a pretty good spot going forward for a little while here. Oh, definitely, definitely. I don't see the, them going after her. Oh, who knows? Like the Bruce thing. From episode one, that might have still have a target on her back. I think everyone sort of knows she's a bit of a downer person to a point, but she is definitely risen from the ashes. She's she's the phoenix. She's the phoenix of this season from yeah, well, the start. We hear people talking about how much, oh, I thought she'd be like, like this because this is what we're hearing, and then they meet her and like, oh, she's great. Like, she's a fun person. So I think all that early stuff... It's probably out, out the door now. This is what, day maybe nine-ish? I don't know, 10? I'm not really 10, sure. 10, 11, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been like almost a week and a half since she's made these comments on the first second of the, of the game. So I think I really think that's sort of forgotten. She's moved forward. She seems to be someone that people trust now. So, Emily, uh, could be in this right to the end. I, I, I don't want to, like, bring this on a downer note, but it's really sad that this is only a week and a half in instead of, like, three weeks in. But that's the side <laughs> of the ball. That's. I think that's a conversation we've we've de- we've definitely had. In I'm the sure past. we have. And that's um, the game don't nowadays. Don't need game. to don't need to bring it up. Yeah, I need, just need to accept. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, Emily Emily's in a good spot. I'm I'm liking her chances, and I yeah I believe she made the right choice. I think uh, either way, both Reba and Bello have their fractures. So. Something would have happened either way. She was she was free. She was free as a songbird. This um, tribal council, the the vote she would have really had to fuck up for the vote to go on her. So <laughs> no, absolutely, she had, she had a choice yeah. of two. And, and and this is where I guess let's go to Brando now. This is the other other yeah other huge mistake he makes. Right. So he approaches Drew with this plan to get Kendra out, and I, f- I just feel like there's an obvious play here that you didn't do. So there's it's two versus two. Emily's in the middle. We all know that. They all know that. Right. So if you're Brando or Drew, you don't know Emily's with you 100%. You're not sure. You're hopeful, but you're not sure. So what is the best play here to do? I would say if I'm Brando and I'm speaking Get to Drew, her. I say, hey, hey, mate, like we're obviously against each other. We're not going to vote together, and we know that. It's fine to be honest, right? Just say, hey, I won't target you. You don't target me. If we're still here, we have a little bit of trust now. But he didn't do that. He just threw Kendra under the bus. I don't think it was a good move. Yeah. I think it was a really poor play. Can I hear, hear your thoughts? No, no, I, I completely agree. It was a horrible play, and he did not have a good read on the situation. He did not have a good read on Drew. And then he completely denies it after. Look, the deny ended up sort of almost working for him because we <laughs> yeah. definitely got the inclination that Drew is definitely seen as sneaky. Like, Drew, when he tells the truth, he's 
told that he's a liar, and when he lies, they can see that it's a lie. He's he's actually getting a bit of a name for himself and for how he reacts and how he talks to people because people are starting to think that he's just lying all the time yeah. and that he's a bad liar. So, but Brando, back to Brando, he is, he's fucked up. He fucked up here. This is the reason he's gone home. I think Kendra might have been a good option to be removed from the game for Drew, Austin and Emily. As I said, I don't think Emily and Kendra have a whole lot in common. We haven't seen anything between Austin and Kendra. Kendra's that hippie, a little bit unpredictable sort of personality. Yeah. That like you sort of don't want in a strategic, literal game. Um, Logical game. In a logical game, she is a liability. Yeah, that's the thing. So it's like, do you take the person you know is strategic, you know might plot against you, um, or do you take the person who is just there for the ride, who might get shaken to the end, who... But at the same time, it's like you can't work with this person because they probably just go back to their roots at Bellow. They won't. They won't be open to things because they're not thinking that way. So it's a really hard decision to make. Like which way do you go? I'm, I, I would personally just lean towards the strategic threat that might take me out. You know, whereas Kendra's okay. probably just more of a number. But it, I mean, it's it's very difficult the way up. Yeah, for me, I I actually complete. I think opposite because a logical strategic person you can predict. You can predict their moves, whereas. Um, someone that's unpredictable is a liability in my mind, but that's why we love this podcast, <laughs> and that's why it's good to have you back, Mac. <laughs> it's good to disagree. I love it. Um, it's good to disagree. I, I, I kind of, I kind of do agree with you, but yeah, I guess it's such a. It depends on your relationship with the brand, though, I suppose. Like you know that, yeah, he's smart enough to to make something happen against you, but you know he's smart enough to work with you if it suits him. Whereas Kendra, I guess, probably won't work with you. I just can't see her like jumping to other sides. I think she's just bellow strong, you know. And that's so yeah. You maybe you've convinced me, but it, it's very situational, like depending yeah, definitely, on your definitely. relationship. Yeah, yeah. We also don't see everything. This is a no. product. We don't. Who knows? They might have even brought up Emily's name at one stage. We don't know. We we're only seeing ninety minutes of a of two days, which used to be cry. three days. Yeah, which I want to cry about. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, all right, let's let's move on. Let's go to Lulu. Let's go. Let's 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 check in with your winner pick, Katora. <laughs> oh mate, isn't she having a good time? I'm love. Uh, to be honest, she's great. She's so good. I love her. I'm glad you love her. This is so I'm much glad. fun. <laughs> um, I I have been beating this drum for weeks. Her <laughs> game is failing because of this vendetta that doesn't need to happen. Yeah. Think of another name. Can we hear another name come out of her mouth? No. Bruce, 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 Bruce this, <laughs> Bruce that. Are you in love, Katura? Are you in love? Is this you pulling pigtails? Is, is this you pushing the kid to the ground because you actually <laughs> like it, like him? Like, fucking hell. <laughs> That's why it's so fun because it's just relentless and she just doesn't stop. And um, I'll be honest, I watched the last week's episode and this week's episode pretty in, in similar time. So I can't remember if it was this week or last week where the whole montage of her just like ripping into Bruce. And it, felt, it must have gone for like 10 minutes and you can see they cut it together. Jeez, it was funny. And it's like, now it's like, so in the first episode I said, you know what, this is fine. She's, it's not a vendetta. She's not open about it. It's just a confessional thing. But it seems like it now it's not in confessionals anymore. It's 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 turned into into the game and it's, Really obvious, I think, that Bruce has caught onto this. And, you know, they're having open arguments now about, you know, push presence and stuff. And this is not a healthy relationship in the game of Survivor. You don't want this. 
Um, it's it's like, especially coming merge when you're like looking for a crack. There's, there's a cabin here. Everyone can see it. <laughs> there's the cabin here. That's for sure. That is, this is this is this is all Bruce's Bruceness. How, how does he? How does she pronounce this? Bruceiveness. Oh, can't, no, he can't. He can't way. hold. He can't hold back his bruciveness. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, but and we. In, in all fairness, we are starting to see Caleb seeing the same thing, and he's seeing the crack. But to me, this is how I'm reading it: is Katoa's going to lose, even if she gets Bruce out. It's going to be Caleb's move. That's how I'm reading the edit in here. Yeah, I. I don't think she needs a move. I think she just wants him gone. I think she just doesn't like him. Um, yeah. Now here's the thing, right? If you're Caleb. You want these two in the game as long as you can because they'll always be against each other and they're not coming for you. So if you keep this, exactly. these two butting heads, this is perfect because they're always going to take the heat away from anyone else and you know that, like, it's going to be pick a side. So if it's picking a side, you're always safe, which is not a bad place to be. So I do think this might last a while. At the same time, I can see Bruce being this, like, the merge boot because because of who he is in this whole thing. Yeah. I, I want to talk about Caleb and... His Canadianness. Now we see in uh, next week on Survivor, he says, "I'm not Batman. I'm Canadian. I'm the ca- I'm the Canadian." <laughs> Love that. Um, like we're we're seeing Canadians. Uh, they they're doing really well in this new era. We are like uh, I believe yeah. Marianne's Canadian. Erica, Erica was Canadian. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who else was Omar. Canadian. There's definitely Omar been a few. Canadian. Omar Shay uh, Shan from uh, Forty One. She was Canadian, uh, like Shan, it's Shan, Shan, Shan same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they all merge into each other, man. No, Shan this is, is a super is... loser of Australian Survivor. Shan oh yeah, is... sorry. Okay, <laughs> no, I, I watch a lot of Survivor. I got to talk about three different Survivors today, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, but <laughs> fuck, so I lost my train of thought. Okay, but so Canadians in this game, like this likable Canadian person. I don't know. Do you watch a show called Letterkenny? No, I don't. Oh, you've told me about this, yeah. Uh, uh, this uh, Canadians, they, there's a there's a personality to Canadians, and I'm sorry for the Americans out there, but they, they I think I see them coming off very Australian-like. Yes. <laughs> in some ways, and that sort of fun, fuck it mentality. <laughs> um, I re- I really like it, and could is this like the Canadian era? Like these Canadians <laughs> just having so much effect on this game. Here's the thing, right? If Canadians keep going well, they'll, they'll kick them off and they'll have to make their own survivor. The US would be like, no, you can't keep winning our game. This is our game. It's US survivor. Get out of here. I um, almost want to see that. Like, there's another there's another franchise. Fuck yeah. Give us oh, Canadian survivor. I'd, I'd be all for it, yeah. I yeah. think the stereotypical Canadian is like just a really polite person. And this is what we're seeing from Caleb. He's really polite, really well-spoken, and obviously like the most social man on the planet. Like, everyone loves him. And it's it's... Yeah. It's it's just his charisma, I think. He's just a nice guy who just like gets along with everyone. He's funny enough. He's good in the challenges. Like I think he's in for a, a long haul here. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if it's because he's Canadian, but I think it's some some traits that that they have. And I do think like what you said, that Canadians and Australians are supposed to be very similar in terms of more laid back. They're not in your face. Americans are very, uh, I guess, the opposite of that. Like everything's big and dramatic and bigger and better. Yeah, it's it's just yeah, America. Yeah. It's over the top. <laughs> yeah, no, no, all us Australians are actors, mate. Um, sorry. <laughs> I've heard that before. I've heard that before. <laughs> We're just actors in this um, reality show that's called America. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, fuck, well, fuck, we just lost some listeners there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, um, back to Caleb. 
right. Caleb is in a good position in this tribe. He has seen that Kelly. Now, um, Adam seemed to think that Kelly was has been quite purple this season. He actually didn't know who Kelly is. I've I've noticed Kelly from day dot. Mm. And one thing I brought up with last year, we had Caroline talking about Jam Jam. And Caroline was giving Jam Jam the case. And I said, I think it was a final 11, final 10. Someone can look back and tell me. But I said, Jam Jam's going to win this season. We got a little bit of that in one Caleb confessional about Kelly. And I'm interested, did you pick up on that? Did you notice that? Yeah. Could Heather, Kelly be our winner? Well, I think she's a good shout because I have liked her from the start. She seems to be in with everyone. And that's what Caleb noticed. He's, he sort of said, I'm with everyone, but I'm not with Kelly. But Kelly's with everyone. So it's a great person to be with. And uh, yeah, like I think going forward, she has options. She seems social enough. She's not like a huge target. Like there's nothing that says, vote me out. So she could be in this for long haul. Uh, I'd like to see probably a bit more from her. Like like Adam said, she's not it's not hugely visible, but enough to know that she's there, which is important uh, if you're doing a winner pick. So yeah, Kelly Kelly in a good spot. Um, but it's so, it's so up in the air now because we've got the merge next week. And uh, like until they do the first vote or two, we don't really know where things lie. You know, there's, yeah. there's fractures in both tribes. I think the only people that are going to be safe are the Lulu people, the original Lulu, because Caleb and Emily are not a target for anyone. So it's going to be this war, and um, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it is. It is going to be interesting. I'm excited. Talking about that, we've got 13. We've got the fake merge at 13. Now, I swear the fake merge is usually at 12, so then they can split into two tribes, right? Or am uh, I missing I just, something here? No, I think uh, what you're talking you're talking about when they split the two tribes and do two votes out. Or no, or like, what are you talking about? What's fake merge? No, so I, I swear the fake merge, they split into like two tribes. Isn't this happened every season or am I oh, just the, the interlapping? Yeah, the Murgatory and then one tribe wins and they're going to tribal, they're, they're safe, they've made the merge and the other tribe hasn't. Like no, that's so ha- that's what the, the that's the fake merge, isn't it? Like it's yeah, a twelve. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I get you. Sorry, I'm with you now. No, no, it happens at thirteen because one person who had or well, the first two seasons were the hourglass. No, no, no. That's that's wrong because they they they're split into those other tribes and they have to choose. Um, they're, if they're the loser tribe, then they go to the hourglass and the other oh, one right. joins yeah. the winners. So it's it's all. I swear it's at, always at twelve, but I'll have to check the facts. Well, the thing about this is, is the game is always changing. We're not going to. I think this is, this season especially, like we actually had a proper merge again. Like they want to try and change a it proper up, swap. Which is good. Yeah, proper Sorry, swap. swap. Yeah. yeah, proper swap. Yeah. Um, it's good because they're not doing the same thing. Because the first few seasons of the new era, it was identical, and and it got a bit. It got a bit stale, so hopefully yeah. this is just something different. Maybe it's just a, just a classic merge, and there's no fake merge with the, with the split tribes. I hope so. Nah, nah, it's the new era of Survivor. They wouldn't do something that crazy. <laughs> that crazy, old school Survivor. That's great. All your seasons of gold. No, we want to change it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Um, we're we get we're probably getting a little bit off track here, Mac. But um, let's let's check in with Reba. Let's check in and see what happened there. Now, obviously, it doesn't matter what comes out of it because we're going into a fake merge. But um, we we do see that Sifu doesn't find out that D was the one that wrote his name down. This this is quite cool. Like this was awesome. Like the girls played this well. Yeah, this is horrible for some people and good for others. This is horrible from Jay Meyer. Like 
Oh, what are horrible. you doing? You're putting your hand up to say you voted for this this guy who's on a mission. This, he's, he looks like a crazy person trying to find out who it was. Why would you say it was you? It makes no sense. I know you're trying to get in with Dean and Julie, but wow, what a mistake. Like, he's going to hunt you down now. You know that. He's, he's firmly against you now. Look, yes, he's firmly against. It gives her... And I guess she's between a rock and a hard place. I feel like she knows that if Sifu, say, say merch isn't coming, um, Sifu goes home next vote, she's pretty much next. It's pretty well worked out. I yeah. can definitely see that she sees it. She's trying something. I can respect that. She's trying to take the blame so then Dee and Julie protect her sort of thing. Um, Sifu's obviously playing this actually quite well with the idol, the fake idol and stuff, even though there's so many questions you could ask because they're not idols anymore. They're beware advantages. Yeah. But uh, that's something that I'm actually not respecting from the players, not noticing that, not asking that question. Like, what did you have to do to get the idol sort of thing? Would have that's been a, a very, yeah. very interesting conversation and it could have made them realize that he definitely doesn't have it. It gives... it gives the chance for the conversation to keep him having to lie and lie on top of lie on top of lie. So that's where mine straight away went, where my mind straight away went to. Jay Meyer is trying. And I want to say, Julie, I think I've got my number two for the season. Uh, Her confessionals, they're all right. They're all right. It's not the most entertaining things, but her strat chat is... Awesome. She, if, I don't know if you know, but she's a lawyer. Um, she's yeah. a very smart chick. She really is. She's doing really well. She she is completely playing out of this archetype. I'm loving this. She's playing into the mother role, but she's definitely not. She is the mastermind between her and D. She played last week right. She didn't go with D. She didn't vote for Sifu. Yeah. She is tossing up, like, is Sifu better? Is Jay Maya better? And just how she speaks, she's so smart. I'm really loving the content from her. Yeah, well, like you said, she's a lawyer, so she's going to be smart. Um, yeah, like, I, she seems fine. I haven't really noticed her pop off the screen for me. But you're saying, can, um, you know, she's breaking out of this archetype. Do you think, let's pretend, let's let's fast forward, you change, she's in your final three. Can yep. she break out of it? Like, are the people going to vote for her? Are they going to see this mum who used her emotions to... Yeah, manipulate you and, and get on your side and then not vote for her for that reason. Like, this is what we see time and time again. Can she break that? I haven't seen, even though she's been trying to play into this mama archetype, she hasn't been emotional. None of the videos that we've seen has had that emotion in there. Like, she, no, we haven't, I don't think I've seen her cry. No. I think she's, like, I think if she continues this path, she makes a few big moves at merge. There is a genuine final tribal council where she wins. Look, I hope that's the case because I hope, like, you're not just – you can't win because this is who you are. I hope that, like, any move she makes, she gets credit for and it doesn't go to, like, Drew or, or D just because they're younger and seem gamier. Like, yeah. you have to – it's hard to, for someone like her to, to, to take the credit and, and be recognised for it. So, yeah, if, if things do go that way, I really hope that she's rewarded for it because it's a hard thing to break, the stereotype. Mate, she's a lawyer. She can talk away in and out of anything. She'll yeah. she'll she'll make it worthwhile at Tribal Council. If she gets there, I don't see her pulling a shan and fucking it up because she's a different <laughs> type of lawyer. I think she is, has a strategic mind. She has a survivor mind. Yeah. And yeah. that's why and I and I love that stretch. I, I don't we don't know. We'll never know which way she would have gone. 
whether she would have tried to make Sifu feel like he was with them. And so then he didn't play his idol that he doesn't have. Um, or And then they vote him out. Or if they just decide to go for Jay Meyer. Um, I do agree Jay Meyer isn't the best player. She doesn't have a great read. I do respect why she tried this. It just probably didn't work out. And it almost gave the girls a different option. Okay, well, here's the thing, they right? they didn't have, yeah. Again, emerge next week. Does she then tell Sifu, hey, D voted for you? Like, why, what, what's, the, what's the negative outcome she, she, from that? Yeah. She doesn't, no, he doesn't believe her. It's that simple. I that, suppose, that wouldn't work. But like... I don't think, I don't see him, I don't see her doing that. Yeah. Okay, well... They hate each other. Sifu and Jay Meyer hate each other more than D and Julie hate Sifu. Do they? Have we seen this? Why do they hate each other? I've not seen this. Okay, that's, that's how I'm reading the situation. Yeah, okay. I just think, Maybe. Yeah, I don't know, I thought D did not handle this well because, you know, she also copped the vote at the last tribal and Sifu's so angry, like, who voted for me, who voted for me? And she's just sitting there and she's not asking anyone who voted for her. So it's like, you got you got to pretend to be angry at least. Yeah. She's yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't think we're seeing a lot of this, but there's definitely more. They've been on the, they, they didn't even go to tribal, so there's definitely a lot more that's come out of this. And what we're seeing, she's not saying anything. So I feel like the questions have been asked. Yeah, but I don't know. like, yeah, I don't know. Like, she should be as as angry as Sifu just to just to cover, just to you know, to, to pretend that she didn't vote for him. Because the fact that she's not angry would would send alarm bells to my head. Like, oh, I'm so angry, I got voted for. Why isn't she angry? Oh, it must have been her that voted for me. Then I don't yeah. know. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't know either. Game. Okay. Bad gameplay. I think um, this, this, as you said, this episode's full of mistakes. Yeah, this, oh, plenty. This plenty. Has, yeah, plenty. Katura getting caught and then oh. not, not <laughs> saying, "Yeah, I'm looking for idols." It's actually interesting. We didn't. We we haven't found the Bellow idol. No, well, yet. they're not. Like, they're on. No um, found it. They're on. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. But like, only two of the three idols were found. So, yeah, that is funny. Like they must be, think... they must be hiding it a lot better these days. Yeah, it's strange that yeah we haven't even seen anyone searching for it. Nothing. So yeah, it must be just hidden. Like it's strange that it never came out. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, could we only see three idols this season? Uh, or do you think it'd be a merge idol too? You're saying? Oh, there's got to be a merge idol. There has to be one. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, there's a lot of advantages in the game now, and now with the amulets as well, it's just another advantage to keep track of. Yeah. Ah, the amulets, the amulets, the, the amulets. amulets. Oh, yes, the amulets. Could that be the th- the fourth idol of this game? Well, I guess potentially. Um, the amulets are an interesting mechanism, I suppose, like the advantage, whatever you want to call them. What yeah. is... So, so they go up there, they've got the sandwich or amulet. And, and you've got to remember, two of these tribes just one fish as a reward. So maybe they don't need the yeah. food. I think taking it was the right idea, do you think? Um, I think I think all three of them had the exact right read on the situation. I think they all did exactly what they needed slash wanted to do. Um, so as we know from 42, where these amulet, the amulet advantage was uh, produced, we had Drea, Lindsay, and High. They it gave them the incentive to actually get each other out. Um, Drea and Lindsay get high out. Um, then it becomes a steal a vote. Then Lindsay eventually gets Drea out, and Lindsay doesn't even end up using it. So it doesn't end up coming to fruition. Whereas yeah. in this season, 
Look, Austin has advantages. He has an idol. He has stuff. Even with his, even with Drew having the safety without power yeah, advantage, a like he, he has, yeah, a bit of an arsenal. So I completely understand why Austin doesn't need this. It's another reason for people to go after him. Yeah. So it, it's he's right. It means war. It doesn't mean let's work together. And um, an extra vote, three of them using it for an extra vote, that's never going to happen. If they brought this back every season, out of 100 seasons, 100 times, that would never happen. The extra vote would not work, because three people deciding on one person is damn near impossible, especially when they're from three different tribes. It's it's just not going to happen. Yeah, So when when one of them goes, maybe we'll get a vote steal. If, if, yeah, if maybe, two people yeah. get the third one out, they can do that, maybe. Yeah, especially if they become, they turns out that they're good friends, stuff like that. I think that's possible. The vote still might be possible, but I think the actual thing's going to be a hidden immunity idol. Obviously, where you're there, you sort of hope that they get voted out for you and you don't have to worry about oh, yeah. it. Uh, the girls, I understand. This is something in the game. This is New Age Survivor. You need these extra votes. You need these stealer votes. You need this sort of stuff. Who's getting to the end of the game without anything? I think that's getting rarer and rarer these days, and I think it's going to continue, especially in this new age era. So the two girls, I get why they did it. I also understand why Austin didn't want to do it. Yeah, I can say that. Austin will always be a target at the merge just because he's the most physical guy out there. So he doesn't need to elevate that by having two people that know he has something, that know that if they get him out, it'll enhance their own things. So, yeah, I I totally agree with Austin's point of view. Um, And... Yeah, I agree with the girls' point of view as well. Like, it's just having this. It's something else on your resume to talk to. It's something that might happen. It's something you might use down the track. You might not, but they're not probably going to target. I mean, it's hard. They probably will target the girls, I suppose, if if Freebird get the power. But, yeah, like, I thought everyone made the right decision. And, yeah, at the end of the day, having ambulance in the game add another level of complexity to the game. And it's fun for us to see how this goes. Are they actually going to, are they the first three targets, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's going to be interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's, let's start moving on. Let's talk about Brando. We're, we've talked about why we think he lost, why he's out, but let's talk about him as a character, as a player, his moments, and um, do we think he'll return? Yeah, Brando, interesting player. He seemed to be like running the tribe at, at Bello before the swap. Sometimes you get in a bad swap. Um, I wouldn't consider this being swap screwed. He had every chance to no. get out of it. I think there was enough there for a better player to succeed in this situation. And he just sort of, it just didn't do enough for me. Like he didn't, he didn't read the room. He didn't like sway Emily enough. He didn't. They tried to give Drew his shot in the dark, which is, I guess, uh, to me, that's not a bad move. But Drew just, yeah. just said, shut him down straight away. So, like, I don't know. There was more there that he could have done. Even play his shot in the dark. Like, if he, I don't know. Yeah. He must have thought he exactly. with them. So, yeah. yeah, it probably was a little bit disappointing. I thought he was a better player than this. Um, as a character, he was okay. Like, I didn't love him. He didn't, wasn't, yeah. Pop. He, did, he, didn't he was pop. okay. He didn't pop. Yeah. No, he did not pop. Yeah. Um, but he just seemed to be, yeah, you know, your normal sort of Survivor fan that goes on the show and gets in a good spot early and just all just goes pear shaped and he's gone. Will we see him yeah. again? I'd be very surprised if he came back. Yeah, um, I actually really love that he's gone. I think this opens the game <laughs> up for this. This opens the game up for Kelly. 
Uh, I said a few weeks ago, I believed they were a duo at Original Bello, and she seemed to respect his opinion, even though I think she's the smarter and better Survivor player. So I I like this. Um, this all sort of worked out well for most of the people involved, except maybe Kendra. She, I think she might be a bit disheartened. Um, not that they were that close, as they said at the start of the episode originally anyway. Um, they didn't seem at, orig- at original Bello. Uh, as a as a player, dude, maybe talk to some people. Get a read on some people. Yeah. But, yeah, you weren't bad. You weren't good. You were there. As a character, uh, below average maybe. There wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot of substance to him. Uh, memorable moment was, uh, I'm the smart guy. I have to be, uh, I'm supposed to know these puzzles. Um, in the first episode when he was doing the sweat savvy thing, sweat and savvy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing that pops into my head other than maybe the walk on the beach where Kelly is sort of giving all the information up to him and he's sort of just playing it cool. And will he return? Nah, 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 nada. <laughs> A simple no would be fine. <laughs> a simple um, no will suffice. <laughs> yeah, I, I think what you're saying there's no memorable memorable moment for him, so that's why I didn't I didn't love him because I just it wasn't that memorable. Like he's not, it wasn't that visible. Like he was we knew he was there, but he wasn't he wasn't giving as much yeah. in the confessionals. He wasn't like super entertaining, and he didn't do anything. So like he went to one tribal council and lost, and that, that's that's his story. Yeah, that's it. Uh, okay. And that can happen. That's that can happen to anyone. Good players, it happens to. But yeah, I thought there was outs for him here. I thought he could have done better yeah. to stay in the game. So yeah. that's why he probably goes down a few notches in my book. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's get to Buckles' buff of the episode. I'm excited to hear what you've got to say, but I'm going to talk first. Okay, <laughs> um, here we go. I'm Austin. Straight away, no question. No one else. Austin, explain that to me because that's that's out of the blue for me. Was that out of the blue? Well, He's the reason it. Emily even voted with him and Drew. He didn't. He had the right read on the amulets. Yeah. He said the truth to Drew and then again to Emily. He was able to convince Emily because Drew was worried that he was losing Emily. Austin did the work. Austin's the reason that the vote was the vote tonight. I think if Drew was there with someone else that wasn't as good, Drew goes home or has to play his safety without power. Yeah, that's not a that's that's pretty fair to be to be honest. That's not bad. Yeah, because definitely uh, Emily was not trusting Drew, so Austin turned that around. Yeah, and I I think he made the right call with the amulets, despite it going against him. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, fair. I can see your argument. Uh, I haven't gone that way. I look. I hadn't. Re- I don't know. It's a tough episode for me. I actually went with someone who didn't go to tribal council. I've gone with Kelly. Um, I just think she's in, just in a good spot. I think the whole thing that Caleb said about, you know, she's with everyone and I need to be with her, the fact that he wants to go with her as well, it sort of unites her with a lot of people now. She's in a lot of a lot of alliances with, with a, a large number heading to emerge. She's got this amulet, which may make her a target, but I feel like with the numbers, she's going to be the one that targets the other two. Um, I, just think, I just think she's good and she seems to be just playing a good all-round game at the moment. So I'm going to yeah. go with Kelly. I think you've just given the possible future winner of this game her first point. Wow. So 
Is that yeah, is that your pick from here? Where are we at? Let's, let's see. I think I think that's my pick. Well, D is not. Ter- Who was your D, pick? D is not turning out so well. No, we can't change mid-season. You, you have I'm D. not. I'm not changing. D is my winner pick. I'm yeah. calling. I I called Jam Jam from halfway through the season. He wasn't my original winner pick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to write this down then. Buckles changed to Kelly uh, after five hours. No, no, he, he doesn't change. <laughs> D's still my winner pick. I put it in before the season started. I okay. think that's fair. I would never, I would never go back on that. I, 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 I love the purity of Survivor too much. All right, yeah, okay. let's 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 get to the numbers. So we got we lost Sabaya on one. Uh, Julie, Caleb, and Kelly are both uh, all three on one. Austin's on two, and Emily's still our winner on four. So far, beautiful Emily on. Not our winner. She's winning. Yeah, she's winning the. the she, you know what? She's she could win the season. She she definitely. Yeah. Could. yeah, she's got the story arc. She's got the visibility. She's in everything, and she's got the buffs, and that's the most important thing. That's exactly. She's got the buffs, and that's all that matters. I want to live in a world where Emily wins this season. <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing? Wouldn't it be amazing from that first episode that we everyone hated her, I hated her, she played the worst opening episode of Survivor ever, and to come back from that and win, it would just be an outrageous story. It would. It would. Uh, Emily, 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 where art thou? <laughs> okay, so last week me and Adam thought Reba was going to trouble council and Tifu was going home. Um, yeah, we were a little bit wrong. Who, who, knew they'd, who knew they'd win? Yeah, <laughs> who knew well, they'd win the challenge? We didn't even bring up the challenge, actually. That's uh, a little bit funny. Oh, actually, we didn't bring up Jay Meyer's choice about bringing Austin and Kelly. But that doesn't... We don't need to go into that. It means nothing now. Um, no. What's happening next week, mate? What are your predictions? I always go first. It's your time. You're okay, next... in the spotlight now. What next happens? Time. No pressure. Next time on Survivor, we are going to merge. We know this. This is fact. Now... I'm not sure, like you're saying about fake merge, who's going to be safe. So I'm just going to, I'm going to lay it out how I see it. Now, I do oh. think that the Bellow tribe is less fractured. There's more there. I know Couture and Bruce against each other, but I feel like this storyline's in for the long haul. So I'm going to say that, obviously, everyone goes to Tribal Council. Reba will be targeted, and I think Sifu might be just collateral. I know he's on the outside. He's the one you want to keep in, but I just think that everyone sees him as his physical threat, and Sifu could be the merge boot. Yeah, I don't see it going to merge because this is the new age of Survivor. So they're getting split in two and then someone's on the outside and he has to do the bet thing or she has to do the bet thing between the two tribes. Um, seven or six of them go to merge, uh, are officially merged, get the feast. The others go to tribal council. I do think it's Sifu or Jay Meyer going home in this next episode. So just to change things up, I'm going with Jay Meyer. Jay Meyer goes home. She's collateral for the Reba Bello war. Lock it in. Jay Meyer. Lock okay, it in. I could see that. I could see that. Let's yeah. see if who's going to target her. So, yeah, I, I can definitely get behind that. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, I, we'll, we'll talk next week when I'm right and you're wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's, let's talk about what's coming up. We have some cool stuff. Happening, we've had an official title, of a theme for the Australian season coming out next year. Titans, Titans versus, versus Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. Champions versus Contenders 3. That's exactly <laughs> what I called it. I thought it's going to be another one, underdogs versus like, you know, the, the heroes. It's just going to be, yeah. it's just another spin on Champs Contenders because they can't have three of the same ones. So. 
How many how many gay AFL players do you reckon? No, I'm sorry, sorry, AFL players. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm from New South Wales. Well, you can lock in, yeah, at least an AFL, probably one from another sport, probably some sort of TV personality. Soccer, soccer. That no, no, we've had we've had girl, the women's soccer well soccer World Cup. So oh, I think a right. soccer player, soccer player this season, ex soccer player, right? That'd be fun. Ex soccer um, player. How about yeah. how many celebrities in total do you think? If it's let's say it's eighteen man cast. How many of them are pseudo celebrities, B list celebrities, you know, this sort of thing? Mate, it's Australian Survivor, so it's a twenty four person cast and eleven oh, no, of them sorry. are celebrities. Sorry, I forgot. I so we got people. so on the Titans we've got eleven plus someone that's cool enough but gets voted out first because they're not a celebrity. Then on the Rebels, we've got three people that are actually influencers but not big enough that any of us know who they are. Who they are. And one person that should be on the Titans team but just didn't get up to the mark so we know who he is and the rest of them are just everyday Aussies and yeah, collateral do you, cannon fodder. Do you think the, the 12 Titans are all just the Gold Coast Titans, like the whole starting team? That makes sense. That and the Rebels, sense. The, Mel- the Melbourne Rebels? There you go. A, there we go. That's that was a, it. It used to be, yeah, the rugby union team. So maybe it's just, like, it's just a footy match, actually. Yeah, it's just a footy match. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, it's Australian Survivor. It could be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's let's talk about something else that's actually even closer that we're very excited about. Very excited. Survivor UK came wow. out at at eight thirty this morning. Sunday uh, where morning. It's Sunday today, Sunday morning in Australia on Template. Um, the second episode will come out on Monday morning at eight thirty as well. Get on it. We're going to be talking about it. We are your Survivor UK podcast here at Survivor Buffs, Blindsides and Banter. You. You. Yeah, we're doing that. that. We're covering the UK. I haven't watched it yet. I've got to get around to that while I'm on holidays. Two episodes of Survivor and another podcast. I haven't told my wife yet. How's she going to take it? (laughs) She, um, just get her to talk to me and I'll, I'll let her know. What the... Nah, I'm joking. Um, she, uh, Jackie, please, please give me Mac just for one more night this week. I know I know we we probably talk a lot, but please, just one more night. One more. No, I'm excited for UK Survivor. Just something different, yeah. a new host, a yeah. new, new sort of... Hopefully, hopefully it has its new own friend. spin on things. I think Australian yeah. Survivor made it its own brand now. Like, it has its own uh, style. And I hope uh, UK Survivor doesn't just copy the other ones. It has its own sort of feel to it. So, looking forward to that. It should be a great watch. Yeah, I agree. Look, there's there's definitely some super fans in the cast. I don't know if you've done a cast analysis, but I've know. I've looked into I've looked into them all. Um, there there's some there's some really cool players coming. There's um some definite characters. Uh, I'm I'm excited to watch it. There's one tribe that has one fan on it, and the other tribe has about half a dozen fans on it. So it should, it should be interesting. Oh, that, that'd be fun. Hopefully the, the fans yeah. stay in it a bit longer, so like at least the gameplay is like uh, up to scratch. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, like- we've, we've, only, we've only got 16 episodes, which is good. I think that's a nice, even number. That's very that's how South Africa was doing it in their last season. Uh, there's, definitely, there's definitely room for another franchise with South Africa gone. Mm. We want let's 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 go for Canadian Survival. Let's start. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's happening. Uh, going for that, but um, and we'll just create it if um, no one gets to it. But it it should be good. And worst case scenario, as long as there's a Christie that makes tribal fi- uh, final tribal council uh, good, then it'll survive. That's all that we want. We just want another Christie. 
Yeah, what's important, especially in your first season, I think they did one back in the day, like in the 90s, and it was called something different, um, Expedition something, I can't remember. Anyway, it's important for the first season of a new franchise to have a good winner and a good story. So, yeah, like let's 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 pray that this is decent and it can hang around for a few years and, and build its own sort of legacy. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. All right, enough about Survivor. What have you got going on, Mac? Oh, as I said earlier, I'm on holiday. It's up in Kingscliff. Beautiful day today. Sun is out. Uh, we're going to the pub for lunch, and there's an acoustic guitarist there, and we're going to do that for the afternoon. And then uh, Matilda's tonight, so go to the Tillies again. Well, oh, hey, Enjoy hey. Yourself. The, hey, soccer, soccer's a big, big thing these days. Or foot, football. Mate, the Matildas are Australia's team, like, I think out of every, every team, team, I guess, from... the most supported, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I believe you. I believe you. What do you got going on, oh. Bucks? <laughs> I am going to sit here in the dark crying that I can't be enjoying an acoustic guitarist or the Tillies up in Kingscliff. You can enjoy and... the Tillies, mate. It's on, it's on free-to-air at 6 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. But I'm not getting my tan on. It's it's not as nice here in the Southern Highlands um, as Kingscliff. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I've, I've got some stuff going on, some stuff in the works. But for the time being, um, I'm just... Gonna talk into this microphone. Lazy Sunday. Do nothing. Perfect. Um, okay, everyone, that's enough about us. Don't forget to get uh, Survivor Buffs, Blindsides, and Banter on Facebook. Survivor underscore 3BS on Instagram, which is the only thing that goes off for us. And Survivor 3BS on Twitter. Uh, thank you, Jackie, for um, helping us with our social media issues and worries and just all around being horrible at anything to do with computers or being social. And, yeah, we, we, might uh, need a new, we might need a new social media manager after this divorce happens. So we, keep a look uh, out. Anyone interested, shoot us a text. <laughs> please, please, please. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Mac. It's been legendary. Good on you, mate. Thanks, Buckles. Always a pleasure. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Is this Survivor? Are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. Dude, you must really like Survivor.